When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so you're just like, you saw this movie yesterday, right, Ben? Yep, yesterday. I'm fresh out of it. It's the longest I've waited to see a Star Wars movie, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yep, what? saw it on Sunday night. So normally you're, wow, so yeah, only norm- two days? Yeah, normally I'm either Thursday Thursday night or Friday night guy. And uh, yeah, this week it just didn't, uh, things didn't work out for me. I had to see it on Sunday night, which, uh, you know, was okay. You know, just- I-, I made it. Does that include the prequels? That includes the prequels. Yeah, I've always seen them opening nights, opening uh, either Thursday night or Saturday night. Yeah, I'm Thursday night or Friday night. Yep. What about you? Are you not an opening night guy? I did not see. Uh, I think I saw the Phantom Menace opening day. Absolutely. I think I uh, yeah definitely saw that. The Clone Wars. I don't think I saw in the theater. Uh, but Revenge of the Sith. I absolutely saw in the theater. The Force Awakens, I did not see in a theater. <laughs> Man, you uh, missed out on this. So you just weren't excited for that at all, huh? The last, no, I wasn't. I I didn't like. Well, I had a problem with J.J. Abrams, which I still have, which I don't need to get into. Uh, but didn't see that in the theater. Waited until it came out. I saw the Last Jedi in the theater. I also did not see Rogue One in the theater because I assumed it would be more the Force Awakens crap, which I was completely <laughs> wrong about. So I I wish I had seen uh, Rogue One in a theater because that's one of my absolute favorite movies. So yeah, uh, this one I saw yeah. I saw on Friday. I I got out. I we got our movie pass. I I ran out of the house, checked in. You know, got my it was like a four forty five showing. I was you know I was supposed to be working. Instead, I was running around town. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we're doing that's... the movie pass thing right, which means you, right. you you can't get it ahead. You gotta if you want any chance of going to a popular film because everybody buys ahead now. It's just way too easy on the on the app. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you have to do take a that. So that time. means you, you have, have to reserve yourself ahead of time. You know, show up at nine in the morning and then go later. <laughs> it's just a. It's it drives me nuts. You know, I mentioned this in, a, in an episode ago, but you know, whatever. Movie pass stuff aside, it's a real pain in the butt. But <laughs> I did go <laughs> on Friday. I saw this on opening day. Huh? Does it make you take a picture of your uh, your ticket? No, it doesn't. Is yours? Yeah, yeah. It makes me take a picture after I buy them. It's really annoying. What is the purpose of that? I don't know. I think because they load your card and then so they want to make sure you're not like using it to buy concessions, like buying, you know, checking into a random uh, movie you don't want to see and just buying concessions or something. I don't know. I don't know either. You know, I mentioned this in our Deadpool episode. I'd like if they had some sort of a a system where which would allow you to do something ahead of time. And like I said, if you don't show up, you get penalized. So some sort of fairness there with. Right. Okay, I'm buying it. If I don't show up, you ding me, or you ding me a movie, or you ding me a week, or a, even a month. You know, if I don't show yeah. up, that's the penalty. I would take that just yeah. for like the the stress. You know, the app when you're checking in, you gotta, you know, is this seat available? I gotta get it. You know, it's like right, man. Yeah, especially it, it, trying to see these movies opening weekend. It's just the seats are so full. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah, for yeah, Avengers, actually, the Avengers: Infinity War, I ended up just buying my seats. 
Yeah, yeah, it's annoying. It's ridiculous, but uh, let's what? get into Solo. <laughs> let's just get into Solo. solo. I, I just want to talk about this movie because, you know, I do have some feelings about it. I do have I some thoughts. Get your, I want to get your initial – I just want to get your, your, your initial thoughts. I've got mine. I think we've both – you know, I saw this on Friday. I didn't want to tell you what I thought. I didn't want to spoil anything. I just want to hear your, 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 your first impressions, your thoughts, so we can just get into this thing. So my initial thoughts on the movie uh, – I I actually I, when it ended I basically said that was cute, <laughs> um, it's because uh, it, it was it was a fun action movie, uh, but it just didn't feel much like Star Wars a lot to me right, uh, at right. certain points. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was fun. I had a good time with it. I just didn't get as much depth as I wanted it to. Uh, you know, being you know deep into the lore and deep into the you know mythology that is star wars i like you know for them to dig deeper into things and even the character of han i wanted them to dig deeper into really you know what drives him things like that uh but uh i can definitely see i feel like i say this a lot but on a second watch i could see me liking this more because okay. you know what's coming but uh but yeah just overall just i felt a little empty but did have a good time with it i mean that's just my initial thoughts coming out of it um how about you uh, yeah i think i'm pretty close to you i i felt like it was fun uh but yeah there was an emptiness there and just you know i hate to use the word disappointment but it's yeah. true it really right. is true I, I i i guess your initial thoughts on this film was to be sort of skeptical and not really sure and i'm like nah, i think it's gonna be good you know and uh, why uh, should, i don't know that you should listen to me next time because i just <laughs> felt like it was it 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 felt like it spent more time trying to connect from point A, meaning where they are in this movie, to point B, which is where Han Solo is in Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, and telling and connecting the threads from there, like the whole thing about making the Kessel Run in less than in, in twelve parsecs. Right. That's nice that they explained that, but I didn't need a whole, you know, plot thing just to tell me right. about the Kessel Run, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's something we've always heard about, you know, in the lore and you know, obviously in in, you know, uh, a new hope is the is the castle run and yeah, just how that was executed didn't wasn't satisfying to it's me. It's fine and, and, that they do that, but also they, it, yeah, go ahead. Like no, you said it wasn't needed, right? Right. Yeah, you didn't need to make that the, like the central focal point of your movie, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you you're basing it on it's almost like a throw a throwaway line you hear in the original trilogy. Here they are making a whole movie about it, which Right. I don't think George Lucas even cared at the time that what what the scenario was, right? This wasn't integral to the guy's character. It's just saying it's a great ship. That's really just all he's saying. Right. It, well, it is a I, great ship. But yeah, I guess that's what these movies are, is yeah, expanding basically things that George created and expanding all that. But yeah, we did we did not need yeah, need that, that's for sure. If it would have been executed better, I'm sh- I think I would have been fine with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, but yeah, just I feel like that whole part just kind of dragged and everything like that. Um, but yeah, just to get back to like general things, I think Elden Ehrenreich, I think I think he was a good on. Uh, I think he I think he performed very well. Um, I thought so too. I didn't have any issues with him. I don't think didn't feel like he was trying too hard to be like Han. I think it just kind of came natural to him. No, it wasn't Harrison Ford, but again, that's that's not what this movie's <laughs> about. It doesn't have to be an impression of Harrison Ford. No, but no. I, I think I think he did a great job. If I could say one thing about that, I, I, and I actually had to maybe check myself a little bit. Um, he's very. I'll just say, I don't think spoiler wise, he's very cocky. I mean, he's very sure of right. himself, and it's you know it's classic Han bravado stuff like that. 
Uh, what we get from Harrison Ford has a dimension where he says something and then he'll be like, you know, he'll be like, oh, yeah, no problem. You know, like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't get any of that from Alden Ehrenreich. But I also realized maybe as the movie went along, he actually did change a little bit. And maybe, you know, this is like a 20-year-old kid. And maybe by the time he's 30, he has changed. And he realizes right. the stuff that comes out of his mouth might just be BS, right? Right, and I think yeah. the Han that we meet in the original trilogy kind of feels like I'm just flying by the seat of my pants here. I'm getting by on bravado and bluster and just hoping everything kind of works out. Um, this guy, this Han is like, yeah, it's going to be fine. No worries. So I actually right. kind of appreciate that. It felt like at first it felt like a weakness. And now I think it was okay. That makes yeah, sense to you. He's definitely more positive and kind of more full of life in this movie. Um, but you don't get the depth though. That's my only, right, exactly. There's a critique. Exactly. So, I mean, that's why I think there's should be future movies like I, I would I would like to see a sequel of this just to explore it more and to see, you know, how he truly became the person he was. at right. the beginning of New hope, because at the end of this movie, uh, you know, I guess we're kind of spoilerly spoilerly here. But uh, at the end of this movie, he's not the same guy he is in A New Hope. I no. mean, he's he's not there yet. Um, and they've you know, there's stuff that happens at the end of this movie that definitely leaves stuff open for what could be sequels um, to this specific movie, not just, you know, other movies in the Star Wars franchise, which I thought was good. Um, they opened up the universe here for sure. Right. I mean, yeah. I don't know that there's going to be a sequel to this one because it seems to be disappointing the box office by now. Yeah, I mean, that's it, the one thing for me is what yeah what why I would think there might not be a sequel. Yeah, because it made I think eighty eight million in the box office. So a movie like this to get under a hundred million, it's you know it's not a good sign. Not a good sign. Um, but uh, but yeah, hopefully it'll get some legs and people will start seeing it more. Uh, not you know once Deadpool and Infinity War wear off, maybe this will start getting more. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, by then it will be into it will be another things. We'll be in the Jurassic World and all that. Yeah. So I, I don't <laughs> yeah, know that there's, there's no time here. You have to either right. blow it off or not. But you know that we talked about this before in the lead up because we hit on this in a couple episodes. They fired the directors, two directors, and they brought in Ron Howard. And the question is, can he save this movie? And I don't know that he quite did. I really don't know. I don't. Maybe he was handed a complete steaming pile. And if they needed to to do this thing from the ground up and just start from the beginning, that's what you got to do. It felt right. like you're just you're bringing it. You know, you hire these guys to build a deck, and they suck. And then you hire you know a master carpenter to come in. He he might just say. Everything needs to come down and I need to start from the beginning. And I feel like that's maybe what they needed to do with this movie. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to say, though, just without seeing. You don't know. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's hard to say that. But yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying there. Yeah, to start, yeah, start from the beginning, just start from scratch, do his version of the movie, which it feels like, was, but. is it just me or was the thing just kind of disjointed? It was disjointed. I, I for me, I think that's part of yeah what I was saying about it not going into depth. Yeah, and uh, it just was safe. You know, it, yeah. it was very safe. Right. Which, you know, is fine. You know, for an action movie, you know, just play it safe. You know, and uh, not piss anybody off like they did with Last Jedi and stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I could have used a little more. I mean, one thing I will say is I don't feel like they forced any like Easter eggs in there or anything. Like they didn't force in like. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, C-3PO or R2-D2 like they did in Rogue One. They didn't force anything like that in. Um, 
So I will say the the Easter eggs in this were subtle, other than the one at the end. But well, okay, all right. So <laughs> you've not you've said Rogue One now, so that opens me up to the obvious comparison. These are two. These are the two only a Star Wars stories we've had so far, right? And uh, Rogue One to me was a revelation. It is nearly, in my opinion, nearly the best Star Wars movie ever made. I think it was a total shock of a surprise of how good that movie was. And maybe we just needed just to give these things to Gareth Edwards going forward. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean he, he had a lot of help too, though. Uh, there, there was a second director that came in for him oh, really? uh, to finish some reshoots and to do some rewrites. So, I mean, Is this a Kathleen Kennedy problem? I, it's what it's starting to seem like, yeah. Because uh, they had Colin Trevorrow, who was supposed to direct Episode Nine, He got kicked out, and now they're bringing back J.J. Abrams for that. What are they letting this this you got to get rid of it, right? I think maybe <laughs> this broad. Well, I don't know, but what do you want me to say here? I mean, we we're, we're talking yeah. about Marvel movies here and there and everything is tight, consistent. Right. There's a floor there of how, I think of how good any Marvel movie can actually be. And I think a Star Wars the ceiling of a I'm sorry, the ceiling of a Mar- Marvel movie is only so high. I think Star Wars is higher. I think you can yeah. you can do a Rogue One and it ends up being just phenomenal. I think I give this one that one four stars. You can exceed that. You can make a genuine film on a Star Wars theme. But now it's like, yeah, there's no real direction. There's no real vision. There's no quality control here. I don't know what the point is. I don't I don't know. Like, why do we why did we even get this movie? It's not even absolutely clear. It's it's very true, and that's that's part of yeah. Again, it's it's uh, it was just a safe movie, you know, a familiar character. Let's just show a little bit of his background and have some fun with it. Oh look, there's Chewie. Oh look, there's the Millennium Falcon doing the Kessel Run. Oh look, there's him winning <laughs> the Millennium Falcon, and there's Lando, a young Lando. Like, and it's just you know, it's just something to that they thought was gonna sell tickets and just to get money to get people, you know, uh, part of the fandom again, but. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely an unneeded film. Um, but I mean, that's the side. Unneeded. A lot. I feel like you just said it just just that one word is is like more like harsh than anything I've said so far. And, but that and I, you know, I'm saying that, and it kind of sounds like I absolutely hated the movie, and no, I, didn't, I didn't either. You know? Yeah. Um. So. Um, but it, but yeah. it, we we know what can be right. Right. Exactly. That's why it's frustrating. You're giving you know, Han Solo. Right. You can't make a, a coherent, great film. <laughs> I don't know here. I mean, you. This should be like your best one. It's right. A freaking Han Solo. It's like the. It, I don't want to say it's easy because obviously it's not. But you know, you've got a guy who's charming and you know, instantly likable. And I don't know. It's not all on Harrison Ford. You, I think Alden Reich or Aaron Reich was fine, but. Yeah, and I think actually all of the solo stuff was good. The building of the character was good, but just around him was failing. Uh, right. So we should talk about just a little bit other. Do we want to get into details here? We're gonna get. We're at, yeah. Let's yeah. So I mean, we. I mean, so overall, you enjoyed the film. You just I felt did. like I, I liked uh, it. I'm glad I saw it. I'm yes, I'm glad I made it. I love Star Wars. I love getting into the universe. I feel. I don't think this is fanboy stuff, my critique. I really don't because uh, we saw Rogue One. I loved it, and it was nobody I cared about. Nobody I didn't know any of these characters. They were all brand new, and maybe that's part of it. Maybe there's just too much pressure on characters that we know. But even so, I don't know. You still got to make a good product, right? Whatever the scenario is, 
I still liked it, and it was it was yeah. good. I just feel like it could have been better. And I feel like with someone like Ron Howard, I would have rather they done I don't know, just start over, redo it. There's no rush here. Star Wars yeah. is a booming business. We don't need to be pumping something. If anything, you're you're in da- you're almost getting the danger of saturation at some point. So you know, less is more. But you know, here, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> I mean, it does say a lot about Star Wars that we enjoyed this film, yet we're still left know, disappointed. Disappointed because we know there can be, you know, there could be so much more, and there can be so much more, and we know they're capable. So it's like a, it's it's a interesting, yeah, little dilemma for us fans. Well, how about this? How about <laughs> this? We, we typically do as movie critics. Let's treat this as a movie. Let's let's sort of look. Let's sort of walk through um, just performances here. So Alden Ehrenreich, good, right? Yeah, good. Um, Not great, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a solid performance. Is there a great uh, performance know. in this film, Ben? It's hard to say. Uh, a great, yeah, uh, I'd say Paul Bettany. I, I think Paul, I really liked Paul Bettany's character. I think yeah, he would. I liked him too. It's a villain. Um, I think uh, that's probably the best performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's off the top of my. Head. I thought a little forced uh, with how Lando speaks and stuff. Like he's almost like he's wanted. To, he tried to sound too much like him. Uh, what do you think of Donald Glover? I thought Glover was ruined by a bad script. I thought yeah. he was good with what he did, but I don't think Lando here is anything special. He kind of is like a little. I don't want to use the word creepy, but a little. He's yeah. he's sort of preoccupied. Like I expect Lando to like I don't know do something physical. Did 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 Lando really do anything in this film other than be a card he got, shark and he do sad some, about some vlogging? He got sad line? about a robot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he had he had cool fashion. Um, right. He's got a, he's got a, in a, a variety of capes. Yeah, um, when you word it like that, though, no, he did not do anything special in this movie. No. Well, so. If for, as well as this movie did to tie into, you know, the stuff that we already know in the original trilogy, how do we get the Lando that we saw in Solo to the Lando that's running Bespin? I don't know that I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, where yeah, I mean, because technically, I think it's like ten years. After. I don't know that it's an actor problem. So I think Glover's yeah. fine here. I feel like he did what he was asked to to right. his best of his ability. I just don't think he was asked to do anything all that great other than sort of, I guess, look pretty, you know? Right. So, yeah, there's Alden Ehrenreich, Donald Glover, Paul <laughs> Bettany. And actually, he's not – this isn't really acting, but I, I loved Chewbacca in this movie. I thought he was great. Chewbacca – I want to say this. Chewbacca almost or, – or just saved this film in a, in a way, yeah. I think. Yeah. When he Definitely. comes on screen, I, it's getting weird in this film because – a real critique is I think set design is not so hot in this movie. Uh, I thought it looked a little low budget in the first 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm not really, you know, they're doing like the speeder chases around but when we get Chewbacca and uh, he like just makes me happy, you know, right. He puts yeah. a smile on my face. I feel that, you know, in the, in, in solo is not so good solo. He needs someone. He needs Leia. He needs Chewie. He needs Luke. He needs someone to, to, to riff off of. And just him by himself is not enough. So when right. we get that with Chewie, we're like, yes, this is like, I'm at home again. Just like he says, hey, right. Force well, Awakens, we're home. You know? That's where Harrison Ford comes in, though, because even when Harrison Ford is with other characters, he is the standout amongst them. Whereas when Alden Ehrenreich is with other characters, 
he's not the standout. You know what I mean? Yeah. So does that mean that Alden Ehrenreich, or are we just does the bar just too high? I mean, with that's that's unfair to compare him to Harrison Ford. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that, that's that's all I'm saying. So are the but, shoes uh, just too big to fill, and we shouldn't have yeah. tried to fill them? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Again, this was an unneeded film. I mean, that's what it comes down to. But, but yeah. So again, I think the, uh, Amelia Clark. What do you think of her? Well, I, I'm a I'm a fan, as you know. I thought she was steady, yeah. good. I was I thought maybe I might get a little more from her, but I thought she was just fine in this movie. Me too. Yeah. She was, I mean, she was really. classic. She had a nice way about her. Uh, I she's, liked I liked her more than I thought I would. Yeah, she's good. She's she's not a bad actress. I think we just get a, in Game of Thrones. There's she's put on to do something that just doesn't work for her. But in these scenarios, I think she's just fine. Uh, who else we got? Um, I think that's basically it. The only one. Oh, oh, Woody Harrelson. I thought he oh, was yeah. just. Woody Harrelson just reading lines is what I thought he was. Did you think yeah, there was it, anything better there? It wasn't bad, but yeah. No, I mean, not it was, bad. It was, no. Yeah. It was Woody Harrelson, yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything spectacular there. So A complaint that I have to make, and I don't want to keep piling on, L337. Hated her. Worst, right? The worst. Yeah. We've got trying- R2-D2. Actually, we got – hold on. He's right here. <laughs> <laughs> he's right here. There he is. Yep. The, the best, the best droid ever created. One of the best <laughs> characters in all of film. I'll just say that. Okay. R two D two is amazing. I love R two D two. R two D two just his little like beeps make me <laughs> like like just well with joy. Love R two D two. Yeah. BB eight is great. K two S O was amazing. Right. And then they give us you're not a three thirty seven. I mean. Yeah. What is – I mean the only purpose was to annoy, irritate, and then become a navigation system for the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're not a 3PO fan? Oh, I love 3PO. But I'm saying like – oh, 3PO is <laughs> great. But he's he's just the, the gay counterpart to R2. Right, of course. Yeah, L3. Yeah, it was, uh, it was just forced in there. They were trying to be way too much like K2SO after Rogue One. But K2SO was, was great. I mean he wasn't – you know, he wasn't like doing some sort of like I'm gonna. I don't even know what to her, I'm gonna free the droids. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. The whole political message with her was annoying and just was trying to beat you over the head with it. And it was just like, come on, give me a break. This yeah, is a, that like, was, this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's not 2018 politics. Right. Exactly. God. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if uh, I think we should start get, maybe getting a little spoilers if we want to mention it. So we try to stay spoiler free up to this point. So if you haven't seen the movie, just pause this, go watch it, and come yeah, back. Yeah, we're also to it. Uh, we're running up on our uh, our hard time here too as well. Yeah, what what uh, where are we at? We're, we are on, we're approaching twenty four minutes, I think. Okay, all right, folks. Well, we're gonna get through spoilers real quick. <laughs> Eve is keeping us in line today. Uh, yeah. uh, so. Uh, so yeah, spoilers. Uh, for, so first of all, how Han got his name? Hated. Um, I'm trying to stay positive in the show, but I hated how Han got his name. Yeah, how did pretty, you feel? Lame, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, just, you know, he gets, gives him a. I don't know, but well, well, George. Lu- hold on. <laughs> George Lucas gave him the name Han Solo, uh, which means you know he's a man who's by himself. You know, he's, he's George Lucas. He's not all that creative. He's just throwing this. I mean, he's just. That's really his fault here, and they're just trying to make the best of it. So actually, I don't have a problem with that. 
I know. It's just I just that should just be his name, and it's more poetic that you know he is who he is. Uh, is a you know guy that's just out for himself and everything. But yeah, for the Imperials, for the Empire. Oh, to I basically see what you're saying. Yeah, he could have just been that. Could have been handled even if it was done that way. He could have answered in a different way. Not like I don't yeah. have a family. Be like I'm myself. I'm solo yeah. or something like that. That might have right. been. Wow, that was just, yeah. I, yeah, I could have just tweaked that script. I guess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think next time they'll bring you in. Yeah, um, they should. But uh, and, then, and then again, I liked how Chewie was introduced. I think that was great. I loved how he looked all muddy and He's stuff. Amazing. He, Not he was, no uh, no CGI. It was all a costume, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that was awesome. Um, any what other spoilers you want to talk about, my friend? Uh, well, the, the, I think the biggest one. What I think most people are talking about is the end, right? Uh, yeah. Kira, who is um, uh, what's her name, Amelia Clark. She decides this. We're in spoilers. She decides she doesn't care all that much about Han, and she's going to go do her own thing. Or maybe she's too far gone, and Han is a good guy, yeah, and I don't want to corrupt an, him. That's, an, that's another issue I had. Was just it wasn't clear what her motives were, and like what was happening there, even like. So you you think it was she basically doesn't care about him? No, I I think it. Well, no, I, I think I think the reality is is too. I think she does care about him, and it's safer for him for her to stay in that world. And she's so far in. I think that's that's the better answer. She's okay. so she's yeah. so far in deep that, well, uh, you know, since she's gonna escape with Han, there probably is no escape, and they're gonna right. find her, which will endanger him. So she just stays on that path. And, but she just wanted yeah. to kill the you know the Paul Bettany character just so she's not doing what he wants. So then this big spoiler here is he, she then points to her or she connects to her new boss, who is Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Man, that wow. had to that had to blow people's minds, especially who aren't uh, familiar with Clone Wars and Rebels things. Like <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Exactly, he died in Phantom Menace. But guess what? He was brought back in the Clone Wars. So yeah, that was that was uh, super epic. I was I was very excited to see him, and then it was cool uh, how they did that. And that's why I think there, you know there's definitely going to be some sort of sequel, whether it's a total spin-off of this movie or it's a direct sequel to this movie. But uh, but I just don't see how Darth Maul would fit in Han Solo. That's why I think... I don't know. How, yeah, I don't know. I, it's cool that they did it. I just don't know how it works. I don't know what... Yeah, exactly. What do you do with it? You just showed that's, me Darth Maul. Okay, now what? I don't know yeah, what... exactly. That's a topic for another show to, to, you know, to speculate and to theorize yeah, what... Absolutely. I mean but uh, yeah that was cool um in general yep. you know i still like this movie i, I had fun with it I, you know i, I just I, ha- I hate to say and i think that's okay that i expect more i don't you know for for a franchise that we both love and grew up with i, I don't think it's wrong for us to say bad things not bad things but to, to be critical i, I don't think yeah, that's exactly yeah. yeah yeah no it's i think it's fair you know and uh yeah we just wanted a little more and and we know they're capable of more so that the fact that they you know kind of just left this uh, very safe and you know it it's a little disappointing, but and also one more performance I have to say that I really enjoyed was John Favreau as a uh, that oh, yeah. rodeo or rodeo whatever his name yeah, was. I, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that character a lot. I think he was fun. I know John Favreau's voice anywhere. I can <laughs> I pick out that man's voice. You know he's he's uh he's in a Seinfeld episode as as a uh, as a clown as Eric yes. the clown. Yep. yep. And you know his voice in that. <laughs> I'm like, that's John. F- I remember seeing years ago. I'm like, that's John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got a distinct voice. So yeah, yeah, that's just another character. No, he's that great. I- he's great. He's. I, I love the fact that he's actually he makes these little appearances here and there. He's, I, I'm a huge fan of John Favreau. Definitely, me too. <laughs> 
Um, Wait, do you want yeah. to talk rating here? I don't know. Did you write one down? I don't really have one off the top of my head. I mean, I have a rating. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, come on, Dave. We do reviews and we, okay. we rate everything. Um, <laughs> I get this uh, two and a half stars and three bu- buckets of popcorn. Some of the parts uh, dr- dragged a little for me. That's why I lessen the entertainment value a little. Um, yeah, three might be a little harsh for popcorn wise, but two and a half, three buckets of popcorn. Um, fun film. Fun action film, not quite a Star Wars film, and just yeah, it was lacking in the writing and, and the execution of everything. So two and a half stars. I think I'm I think right I'm with you, right you at two and a half, and, and uh, maybe just maybe a just half, a half, a bit half more bit on more. popcorn. Say three and a half because the parts that I liked, I really did like. I yeah. just it wasn't even the entertainment that I didn't like mind. It was just the lack of a cohesion in the movie and a, just a real vision of why am why am I watching this. What is right. my point? What is the purpose of this movie? And it felt like the only purpose of this movie was to was to answer some unanswered questions from the original trilogy, which is not necessary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't need to know a lot of it. So again and again, we did not need this movie. And we, we already got- know that Han Solo is a conflicted good guy and a good uh, good guy that doesn't believe he's a good right. guy. We know yeah. this already. Yeah, and it's like so. Explain why? Well, they don't in this movie. They don't they explain. Still why. don't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. But you know, yeah. it is is I like the I love Star Wars, I love the lore of it and like being yeah. you know, I like diving into the world, but again, Absolutely. a little disappointed. So Well guys, that's all the time we have for today. We are gonna move on, but I hope you guys really enjoyed this uh solo review. We're gonna throw this up as soon as we can. We're gonna come up we're trying to keep everything um you know, kind of topical, right, Ben? Keeping up with movies that are in the theaters, and sometimes that means we connect remotely. And uh, you know, we got crazy schedules and all that. It's not always easy to get into the official Blockbuster Studios or Blockbuster right. Mentality <laughs> Studios. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I like that. That's good stuff. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. I am at BCCord. I'm at Dave underscore Quist. And yeah, that's all I got. Follow us on YouTube, iTunes, all that. Give us reviews. Be interactive. We want to hear from you guys and we want to have conversations. And Ben's told me that we've got a little bit of an uptick in listeners. And so we really want to say, I want to say thank you. I don't know if Ben wants to say thank you, but. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, thank you very much, all you listeners. Yeah. You guys are great. should probably say that at the beginning of the shows in case we lost the listeners, you know, throughout this. But, uh, hey, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, we're just going to keep on doing this. That's yep. how we've been doing it. <laughs> All right, Dave. <laughs> Let's get out of here. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For Dave O, I'm Ben Secret. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the movies. At the movies.